Check one, check two, this is it. Uh, lock it down, here we go, here we go. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. With your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming to you live and direct, right from the crisp uh, northeast Uno, America. Dos, Brooklyn, New York. Tres, I'm doing it cuatro, just for you and me. I love doing this podcast. Thank you for tuning in to the weekly Cannabis Coffee Hour podcast. This is your host, Rob Cantrell. I got some great herb. I got some great coffee. I'll talk about it here in a minute. But uh, I am all alone. This is a solo podcast, and I'm excited about it. I had some guests lined up, and I put some feelers out there. But I don't know about you, but it's like it's a weird time with all this changeover and you know i swear off politics but i it it, it got its hooks in me um but uh, you know i'm just excited about the changeover from the last dude um here in the states i think it's just the temperature it's going to be bringing it down a little bit um, and I'm about bringing the temperature down, man. I think uh, as we go forward in this new reality, um, pre- uh, post-COVID, but it's not even post-COVID. Like, uh, like I, I've been hearing people dying, like close friends, like relatives, and um, high school, somebody from my high school died, like my age and shit, and had kids and stuff. And uh, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of gnarly still, you know? Um, the changeover is still there, but I know people catch this shit and say it's nothing, but I still don't want it. I haven't gotten it, and I've been good about, you know, I really haven't done any shows. I haven't toured. I haven't done any. The stand-up has been stagnant. I did some shows in the park. I've done some Zoom shows, but mostly that type of energy I'm putting into, yo, this podcast, uh, and uh, I'm going to grow this podcast. It's uh, moving forward, and we got some great guests lined up. I'm getting better equipment. Um, please check out the YouTube page. There's a great YouTube page, and that's just the audio um, YouTube page, but I'm working with a lot of the, uh, I just love uh, dealing with stock footage and cool, trippy shit, you know? My idea is to make this podcast a little bit like, you know, something you would put on if you were going to roast a couple bowls and have some coffee, and that's what I'm doing right now. Um, like I said, I got my, I got a great glass one-hitter. It got cleaned, um, but I kind of gummed it up again, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's the, it's the quarantine, so I, I'm still kind of going kind of heavy, but not super heavy, because I have this strain. I wanted to talk about this strain. It's called Wedding Cake, and it's a great strain, but it is an indica. Like, it, you know, I don't have any problem sleeping. If you, It's a hybrid, so it it's, makes you feel really good, and it's relaxing, but the creativity isn't fully there, it's kind of just a good feeling one. It's kind of a good feeling, relaxing one. And during all this stuff uh, with, you know, <laughs> the insurgence of the Capitol and the dude with the horns and um, the girl, uh, D- Daria, stealing the laptop. During these times, I just needed uh, an, uh, a good uh, strain that would just mellow me out. And that's what I got. You don't want something that's over uh, making you overthink everything. I think there's a time and a place. I do love a good sativa, um, especially when I'm doing creative stuff. And I have been doing some fun. I've been putting mostly stuff into my podcast. Um, I've been doing some auditions for cartoons and shit. So that's been cool. And that's why I've been working with the uh, audio equipment that I got going on here. Um, and then I also have been doing some music. Uh, like I've been talking this project up uh, over and over again, but I am learning, relearning like a whole new skill set and going in. I know everybody says GarageBand is trash, but I'm I like GarageBand. I've been p- fucking with it and getting a little bit more accustomed to it um, and making beats and making songs. And I got like eight projects. I got some jams cooking. 
Um, but I rented out a rehearsal space, which was dope, like way in, in Gowanus. And I went there in the middle of the night. I rented, I had eight o'clock to, to like 11 o'clock in this rehearsal space where you could just rent it by the hour. And I got a good rate. I don't want to blow the spot up because it's kind of a cool thing, man. And you, but it felt sketchy, but it felt cool. Like I got my guitar, I put in my guitar case, I got my new audio equipment, I got this new microphone, and I just kind of packed everything up and just went to the studio all by myself. It was a rehearsal studio. It wasn't like, you know, all, you know, it wasn't like, you know, the wall of sound. Shout out to the uh, murderer with crazy hair uh, that just passed away. What was it? Uh, Ronnie Spector. Yeah, I've had some Ronnie Spector hair. My hair kick out like that when he was going through that murder trial. Uh, I never, I started to read into that trial. I was like, oh yeah, he did kill somebody. And it was like an actress. And I know that trial was everywhere at the time, but uh, I started digging into it. And then I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of this thing, man. Uh, so many negative vibes and the internet and you just end up digging through shit you don't even need to dig into. But I think that's why all these, uh, these uh, podcasts, the murder podcasts, and you know all that stuff is popular because it is interesting and fascinating, as well as you know politics. The last three weeks, man, it hasn't been boring. And uh, and one of my things is just uh, googling capital arrests. <laughs> like I just love that shit. But I don't know. It could spin out of control. And uh, there's a lot of people that are into guns. That's just a weird thing. But I don't want to make this fucking about that I, I personally i just don't think guns are cool uh they are machines to kill people and i would rather go through life especially at this point not killing anybody i don't want to kill anybody i don't want to be involved with killing but at the same time i know it can be a treacherous world out there and we're not at the point of um collective consciousness you know, where, where I think that's the point is where we're all, I mean, it shouldn't be forced. It should be and just an awakening, you know, it's just a, a moment. It really is a moment that eventually all human beings will get to. Like, I, it, it's just bubbling up. So all this stuff underneath is just people that, you know, are still caught up in their ego. I really think that. And I think I am. I, like sometimes I get into this whole <coughs> um, narcissist ego talk, and then but then there's a part of you that's like, um, dude, like you are kind of on your own, and you kind of have to do think uh, about yourself, and you do kind of like put your best foot forward and just try to get in there any way you can. So um, you know, I'm trying to be a little bit more balanced, like. I've been meditating and doing all this stuff so hardcore that I do need to bring it back and get into when you go into like more spiritual and like conceptual thinking, like, you know what I mean? Just like Zen philosophy or even deep meditation. Um, but then you come out and you're like, oh, I got a couple of bills, but do you? <laughs> uh, yes, you do. Uh, but it's more about the reaction and letting go of the control. That's what I'm trying to get to, is just letting go of the control and letting things play out. And I thought about that in the shower today, about the insurgents and the capital insurgents. It's just like, these guys are getting arrested, and it's great, and they fucked up, and they need to... But I don't want to sit there. That's, that's their job, you know? The police has their job, and that's their job, and they're doing it. Just like... The president has his job, and that his job is to get the vaccines out and make sure the roads are running and the bills are getting paid. Like, it shouldn't be this like Hollywood glamour, power, glitzy thing. Uh, but let's try some of this wedding cake. So, yeah, I, I usually just smoke out of this glass gravity one-hitter. This is what I've been doing. But I do like to, um, like, finally uh, 
grind the weed. So it's just like the one hit, you do get the ultimate taste. And it's a sunny day out. I just blew that hit right towards the window. The window's cracked. The smoke is like dancing in the uh, light, man. The sun is out and it looks fucking dope. And it tasted amazing. Um, ooh, I just tried to throw my phone on the bed and it fell down. <laughs> but uh, it tasted amazing. I have a uh, nice fresh glass of seltzer. We're going to follow it up with a little seltzer. I mean, this is it, man. It really comes down to the little things in your mentality. I really do think we're connected only to about 10,000 things, like in your peripheral, you know, in your universe, in this moment. In this moment um, is infinity. Like, I think it's every moment is infinity. And uh, we are gliding through it all. And to enjoy it, that's the thing, is to enjoy life and to really live life. I have been reading this great, what is this, the Pocket Chong, Chong it, uh, maybe I'll take a picture of it because it's too hard to pronounce, but it is this uh, Tibetan uh, Buddhist book that I got in Woodstock at this like yoga shop, but it's like pocket, but it's super simple stuff, and it does talk about keeping your feet on the ground and and trying to work from a place of sanity like in terms of um just taking things for literally to seeing the truth seeing the truth that was one thing Hedberg I remember said to me is like Rob you got to see the truth I don't know if he was whacked on heroin when he said it but <laughs> I don't know because everybody's truth is a little bit different and uh, I do think there's a lot of stuff going on. So if you play kind of like candy ass, nicey, nice, showbiz, oh, yeah, and just put this fake persona up all day, every day, um, eventually it gets seen through, and it's it's hard to work from a natural place. That's why I love doing this podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast, The Cannabis Coffee Hour, because I can be myself. I can actually... You're listening to me without the bullshit meter on, you know. Whatever that means. Because I am in entertainment, and you do got to make it swing, baby. I'm all about the swing. <laughs> swing mean not meaning swing as in sexual swingers. Um, but sexuality is wild, man. It's, it's crazy out there. I'm married. I'm happily married. Um, but, uh... Just the temptation with all the social media. It's like, man, I worry. I don't worry, but I think everybody's evolving and we're having all these things at our fingertips that are teaching us almost self-maintenance, almost self-reliance. And I see that when I worked on my music, when I went down to the studio and uh, the funny thing is I was I was playing this acoustic guitar and doing these funky beats and kind of some funky rap tracks. And every, all the other bands that were playing that ran out of this were just playing straight death metal. Like, <laughs> they were all plugging in. This place was like pure dude heaven. And uh, it, it just, it literally felt like Macedon was next to me. Um, that massive, shout out to Macedon. That's like this really metal um, huge band like some of these metal bands like one's bigger than the other but you never heard of either of them but one has a huge fan base in uh, Finland where it's just all uh, death metal elves that listen to them um, but uh, but yeah so it's like that and so I recorded some vocals but I got bleed through I mean it was a cheap you know like rehearsals place like like I said it's not a uh, full-on studio, but with these laptops and these applications, like, you literally have, you know, a big studio at anybody's fingertips. It just takes you sitting down and watching enough YouTube uh, tutorials to <laughs> to make sure it does it sounds all right. Um, and that's the hardest thing, you know, is, is allocating time. But that's why I al allocated time to figuring out this podcast and doing this podcast, I am drinking a great uh, coffee. I wanted to get into this. Okay, first we had the herb. 
It's in a glass one header and it's crushed, finely ground, and the strain is called wedding cake, which is awesome. I would say this is a great if you're with your girl or your loved one, if you're watching a movie, if you're chilling out, the day is done. Um, or if you got a podcast, <laughs> like I am too. So you, this might be an extra nice, sweetie, sweet. Uh, I love you. And I do love you. I love everybody that's listening to this right the fuck now. And I'm not fucking kidding. And I don't know why I have to say fuck. <laughs> uh, but I'm saying that because I'm a fan of this podcast. I do listen. I know I'm trying not to be narcissistic or egotistic about it. But I do try to tune in to see mostly the sound level and if I'm making sense. Sometimes I'm talking in circles. Sometimes I'm not. Uh, I do find it interesting when I go into detail about the herb and the coffee in music. So the herb, I give a shout out to um, Wedding Cake. It's a great strain. Um, you know, one hitters, I am kind of, I don't know. I watched this crack documentary the other night on Netflix. It was so depressing about the 80s. and But all the crack pipes looked like these things. So I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, I needed like a big wooden. I had a great wooden bowl. It was like a jack. When I used to hang out, I used to hang out in the offices of High Times. Because I would blog. They gave me a blog. And then they gave me a few uh, magazine articles to write. But I mean, it was all hustle and me just meeting a couple cats at a comedy show that, that was four high times. And then they invited me to the office and I am a stoner and they're stoners. And a few of the dudes slung bags. So they were like a safe place for me to buy herb. This would be the mid 2000s. So from like 2007 to 2011 there's a bunch of videos but they had a great office space and in order to get to the office space you literally had to walk through like the most hardcore um law firm not the most hardcore it was just like three top high-end criminal lawyers like if you were a cop you would not want to be there <laughs> like these dudes were heavy um in criminal law, like they were getting, you know, they were dealing with mafioso people, and you know, it, it, it goes way back. You can look it up. Uh, High Times, the origin of High Times magazines is fascinating. But and um, I guess it's a little bit of part of my history because I did get to perform in Amsterdam at the High Times Cannabis Cup, and like I said, I used to hang out at the office, and I got to write a couple articles. Um, and that's when I really started to learn about sativa, indica. And right about that time, California was legalizing. And I lived in San Francisco in California in, from, from 99 till 2005. And it wasn't legal there, but it was still California. Like, if you, you never worried about getting herb. It was still an um, awesome um, place to you eventually would run into it if you really <laughs> had to look for it. Um, but there were some few times I, I did have to wait for bags, I remember, because you did have to know a dude. It was still on Noah dude policy, and now it's like full-on dispensaries everywhere. And that's why I wanted to talk about New York. Like, Cuomo's going hard in the paint um, about legalizing. Like, um, they need it for the money. And I wanted to talk about yeah, the herb scene in New York, there I mean, especially amongst the comedians, um, there wasn't as many pot smokers. Like it, it, the comedy cellar is like great and it's like the best in the world and the most famous comedians. And I've hung there. I've also smoked pot there. Um, but uh, I've also done sets there. But it's not like it's not like a fun, fun, super party hang. Where, you know, a lot of those guys, like Norton and, uh, I don't know, you know, a lot of those guys didn't smoke pot. So it was it just wasn't that scene. Um, but the San Francisco clubs were, and all the comedians did. So just New York just works. I, I, it's not anything against it. it just work, New York works at a different clip. And it's, uh, you know, it's a, I watched that crack documentary, man. It's a cocaine, like run and gun, <laughs> get it done type of town, man. And Herb is a, a laid back 
hippy dippy um let's go a walk in the park and and appreciate nature type of vibe um which is what i'm on i went for a great walk in the park the other day man it was during the inauguration i went to for a walk in the park during the inauguration not that i you know, i just was like yeah it's a ceremony um and i've seen a bunch and i know i'd watch the clips and nobody was in the park that was dope in Brooklyn, people were banging pots and celebrating in the streets about this thing. Um, it's so liberal here, which I do like. And I do think uh, cannabis being legal is exciting in New York. And what th I propose, what I would say, they should, you know, definitely align coffee up, man. Because do it like Amsterdam. Amsterdam has been through this. I mean, they legalized prostitution and cannabis like that's hardcore and they figured out like oh you got to put it in certain neighborhoods they have to be up to code on this and that um and they've been dealing and they used to have cannabis in bars until they realized people drinking alcohol and smoking pot would get way too fucked up so then they did coffee shops and that's what i think they should do in New York is have coffee shops like in the Lower East Side or maybe the Upper West Side, like have two distinct areas where they can have cannabis businesses and um, regulated and also have safe places to consume cannabis. And I think there's nothing more safe than Manhattan due to the reason of public transportation and you could walk around everywhere. That's the whole thing is driving and smoking. It's not a good idea. And uh, I'm sure some new laws are going to come about um, and new ways to detect it. <laughs> and um, because it, it, it isn't that safe, especially if you you're not used to smoking cannabis, uh, trying to get behind a wheel of a car can be very tricky. Uh, but you are dealing with consciousness, and that's when uh, government doesn't really dig on that. High tech knows about it. Um, I think the high tech industry is super stonery. Let's talk about stoner industries. High tech, I think, is and entertainment, comedy, definitely. Not all of comedy. Um, music, most definitely. Uh, man, I've been uh, listening to a lot of reggae. I've been listening. You know who I like? I like Ziggy Marley. Love is my religion is a great. Not, <clears throat> I'm not just saying that, but uh, I like Ziggy Marley's vibe. It's just uh, I like the other Marleys. That one dude, uh, welcome to John Rock, uh, and he did that album with Nas. Those guys are good, dope, and they have an edge. But there's Ziggy Marley had some dope tunes back in the early '90s, and his vibe is just mellow, and. Uh, and he could sing and play his ass off. Stephen Marley's dope, too. They're all pretty dope. Um, but I wanted to talk about I wanted a new segment of the podcast. And the new segment is the last three songs I've played on Spotify. Um, here we go. By the band, uh, Loving You is Sweeter Than Ever. Live. Now, this is a rare live at... <clears throat> Live at Woodstock. Yeah, live at Woodstock. They played at Woodstock. This was August 17, 1969. I, I don't know if that's the real Woodstock. It might be. But I heard they didn't play that well at the real Woodstock. Them and the Grateful Dead had some weird set times. <clears throat> and they didn't really rock out. They didn't have great sets. But the band ended up living up there. But Loving You, that's a great soul song. A lot of these guys' songs, I end up looking up, and they're like, from the band, it's like old, like, Motown almost covers. Now, here's that Going Down by Freddie King. Now, this was made popular by the show Eastbound and Down, which was one of the best comedy television shows of all time. Shout out to my boy, Craig Robinson. Uh, I tour with Craig Robinson from time to time. Um... Craig and I have a great relationship, great working relationship. He has his main dude, Frankie, but sometimes I end up working with him over the years. Like I've just, <clears throat> me and Craig Robinson just ended up on the same shows 
Like, he's just a hard-working dude, man, and a super talent. If you ever get the chance to see Greg Robinson, Craig Robinson, uh, do his stand-up, it's not stand-up, it's music. Play a set, play his songs. He's literally, like, an awesome musician, awesome vocalist. Like, he could play piano from ear amazingly in just about any tune, and he could sing and keep tone, and he's funny, and uh, yeah, shout out to Craig Robinson. But he was in on the, it's that those scenes in Eastbound and Down between um, Will Ferrell and Craig Robinson. I mean, comedy doesn't sit on the shelf that great, not everything, but uh, I have to revisit those because it's been a little bit of time. But at the time, in the last few times I checked them out, like those uh, performances. Those scenes between Craig Robinson and Will Ferrell on Eastbound and Down are some of the funniest pieces of comedy ever put on film. I mean, it's just fucking amazing. Um, shout out to them. I'm going to try to get Craig on the podcast. He's a wild cat uh, in the sense, I don't know if he messes with Zoom or not, or he doesn't really need to. He, he gets these huge movies and TV roles, and, he's, and he plays concerts nonstop, <clears throat> but i for me for what i've noticed with craig is um he's not doing it for the money like he literally is that guy <laughs> he loves it he does it for the love he really does it for the love of the music and and just hanging out with him in a green room like he's always kind of funny he's always doing he's always going for the joke or uh, a funny tune um oh here is the beans I am drinking on. I wanted to talk about this. Brooklyn Roasting Company, Brazilian beans. Now, I've gotten this before. I like Brooklyn Roasting Company. They are in Brooklyn. They are over in Dumbo. I looked them up on there. They got a great website. They got a wide variety. The beans are locally sourced. Like, you know, it's uh, super... It's... Uh, what, what, what am I trying to say? It's super... They know what they're doing. They're not ripping anybody off uh, with their beans. Um, and they got good beans, and they have a great roasting house in Soho. Nuts. No, Dumbo. Yeah, it's in Brooklyn, but over in Dumbo, which is a weird neighborhood. I used to live next to it. <clears throat> and it's like all warehouses, and it's like super high-end now. Like, But it used to be like this hidden, dark place where an artist or somebody could get it like a big loft and paint for years and not be bothered but now you know everything gets figured out and comes around and goes and changes brooklyn may change i mean after the pandemic i hope some a lot of this <clears throat> the super rich will leave and more artists will come in and i think legalizing cannabis will bring jobs um, people have to work at dispensaries. People have to organize this stuff. There's business. There's money. As soon as there's money being made, you've got a whole room full of accountants and lawyers. You know, money's getting moved that way. I always talk about <clears throat> one of the things that tripped me out about playing Bonnaroo. I got to play Bonnaroo and do their comedy tent. And they had, uh, the year I did it was 2010, and it was Jay Z and, uh, and Stevie Wonder, like it was just uh, the Flaming Lips. It was just a crazy Tenacious D. It was crazy. Uh, but then they had a big comedy show, and I did shows with JB Smooth, and I did I did a show with Greg Giraldo. I think I did one set with him, but I was on the shows. With, I, but I remember talking to him at, during that. Uh, yeah, I think I did some like random set with him. But I remember talking to Greg Giraldo briefly with Doug Benson. But I had met him before. Ralphie May introduced me to him a few years earlier at the cellar, right when I moved to New I don't know. I'm kind of going on a tangent. But <clears throat> when I was talking about Bonnaroo, I got to play there. But when I, they, they had, it, which is great, they have so many bands there and the crowd is huge. I don't know, half a million. But the amount of bands that are there is like 100 bands and they all have crew. So then there's like 5,000 artists. But then there's a whole other crew of all the suits and the dudes and all the accountants and lawyers because everybody's got to get paid. Like it's official, official. 
when something is official, official, there means there's somebody cashing a check. And if there's somebody cashing a check, there's usually like a lawyer and a bank and some shit involved. But I just remember like there, I just saw just rows and rows on picnic tables and laptops. Like dudes just jamming like a full on operation. Um, so legalized camp- cannabis, you know, that it's just going to create that many jobs. I don't think it like I I don't think it's the saving grace to everything, but I just think it's part of the piece a part of the piece of the puzzle in order to be more earth friendly cuz this is the only earth we got. I mean, we could talk about going to Mars and shit, but Mars doesn't have fucking New Zealand snowboarding. Mars doesn't have Colorado mountains. Mars doesn't have beaches and Dewey Beach. Doesn't have Florida weather. Um, this planet does. <clears throat> In Brazil, I hear Brazil's got the bomb ass beach, great waves. But now all these sharks are coming out more. I don't know. But uh, I'm drinking Brazilian bean by Brooklyn Roasting Company. It's hazelnut almond milk chocolate medium roast. This is a good one. Like, if you ever want to order coffee, I would say definitely try out Brooklyn Roasting Company. Great beans, great design. They get it in this tin. I like shaking it. I like that noise. Shake, 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 shake. Uh, But I looked them up, and they got a great website, and they do, like, a monthly thing. So that's the type of coffee I'm drinking on. And... uh, and I'm going, it's the last cup of the French press, and it's, I haven't been milking out too much. I'm trying to cut back on milk, but I do take vitamin D vitamins. But I just, uh, I do have this paranoia of having too much calcium, and then you get, uh, what are those, gallstones? I'm trying not to live that life. Um, but I do have in the fridge, I'm really excited about is uh, we had taco night the other night, and I made some refried beans, and then I made some brown rice, and then there was some chicken left over. And so I just mixed it up and put it in a tub. And what I've been doing is just, and then it had a bunch of hot sauce and onions and cilantro in it. So what I've been doing is just, I got these small tortillas. Now, ten you think 10 centimeters is a small tortilla. You got to go... I got these new seven, seven meter tortillas. Now those are, they're like the little almost silver dollar joints, like what you get at the taco stands. But they're so easy to work with, so quick to warm up. And so I just take the tub of this like refried beans chicken thing, hit that, hit that with some salsa. I'm all out of that green salsa. Uh, Shout out to uh, Higher uh, Travel. My girl, April, and Bobby Black, um, who sent a great jar of their homemade salsa. That was amazing. Um, Thank you very much. Um, So I'm enjoying the herb, pumping up some beats, been making some music, doing the podcast. I'm working on the sound. How do you guys think the sound? You can send me an email and tell me what you think at contact at Rob Cantrell. Contact at Rob Cantrell. Let me know uh, what you think of the sound. Um, I'm working on the sound on this episode. And then the next is the video. And then the next is the coffee and the cannabis and the video. And uh, Which I've done before, but I'm trying to stack them, learn them. You know, since I'm doing this every week, I edit everything... Um, I put it up myself, so uh, yeah, I'm just little, little wins. It's all about the little wins, and it's not even, like, about winning. That's the other thing is politics, like, this idea of conceptual thinking. Like, you're putting yourself in a mindset where you have an enemy, where, in essence, you really have zero enemies because we are living organism. We are just, it's like... What's the enemy to that plant? Well, it's just a fucking plant that's just sitting here, you know? <laughs> it's like, that's what we are. We're just these fucking house plants that are sitting here. 
Um, so you could do all this ranting and raving and uh, mumbo jumbo and manifesting in your brain, but at the end of the day, you're just a plant sitting there. Um, so I have been practicing my guitar. And I, it was fun to play it down at that studio because people were playing all these heavy metal, like death metal riffs. And then I was just like, jing, 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 jing. <laughs> I was just playing Bo Diddley. Um, and then I was doing some raps, um, but they couldn't hear the beats. The beats were funky, but they were in my headphones. But I'm learning how to re you know, record it all, and it's just a blast. And I can't wait for it all to come together. And I'm just putting a lot of effort towards that. And uh, I'm going to shoot some videos for that. I've been watching, yeah, I watched that special on crack the other day, and that was kind of a bummer. But it does kind of, man, cocaine's a, a powerful drug, and I've always kind of stayed away from it. Um, but eventually, I think America's going to have to, because enough people do it. <laughs> That's the only thing. Uh, I don't. And I don't even know, because I just don't travel in the world, those uh, realms. Um, you kind of see it because you smoke herb. You might run into some of those cats, but not on the whole. Herb dudes uh, and chicks mostly like herb. Not all of them. Some people mix it up like gumbo. Everybody's different. Everybody's trying to... Uh, not trying, you, we are. Like, that's the only thing you can sit there and try. And, uh, but we're moving, man. Everything is uh, everything. And I'm trying just to let, like, time and space mold me and trying to use my heart more, like, instead of my brain. And my brain does all these... But my heart, like, is a moron... Dude, isn't this nice? This uh, herb is nice, isn't it? Nice just to do a little podcast. Isn't that? I've been looking at the sky and looking at the, how blue the sky is. Like they say, just like look at colors and really like try to experience it. Exper That's what I did in the woods the other day. I think, you know, with all the technology, it pulls us away from all that. So it's really important to get crunchy with it. <laughs> it's really important to get out into nature, or you really will, you know, lose your mind. It's all out, you know, because these computers, I don't know, you know, you could, I'm not anti-technology, I'm just saying you got to put it away eventually. Um, I've been good with doing my five Tibetan stretches, as they're called the five Tibetan rites, but also I've been working on doing dips, and doing them by myself without any weights and doing them really properly. So that's my other new move, like between editing and running around and washing dishes and living life. Um, I haven't been going to the gym. I haven't been doing pull-ups, but I have been doing three sets of 10 um, squats, not dips. I'm saying dips, squats, but without the bar, just by yourself. And it's a weird place to put your body because you have to act like you're literally taking a shit over a building. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible to say, but you don't want your knees to go in front of your feet. So I'm learning how to just like stick out my butt really far and do these dips. But thank God I'm all alone and nobody sees them. I mean, sure, people are out there. I keep on saying dips, squats, working on these squats. But I see dudes put the big bars and do all this like, I guess it's for your core and how strong you are, but that doesn't, I don't know. I don't know about beating myself up like that. I just need to get the motion down, and I'm heavy enough. Like, I'm a heavy 5'11", 178-pound dude um, on a good day. Um, so if I do do the squats, you know, boom, 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 do 10, three sets of 10, bam, you know, that's good. That's enough. And then walk it out. I walk a lot. Um, I've been enjoying the uh, coffee. And I'm looking forward to these afternoon tacos that I got uh, lined up. Uh, yeah, I've been 
working on my guitar a little bit, working on my stretches, but also trying to be more present and being more sane. Because I'll go out into outer space. And that's when your mind starts to manifest too much. Like, you still need to be like, okay, this is what I need to do. I do need to get um, some exciting guests. Not that this is a bad podcast. But I do, uh, I do need to, you know, just reaching out to people. I have been doing it, but I haven't been... You know, I don't want to live off of other people's fame. I want this whole thing to just kind of happen naturally. And I think this episode, I really wanted to work with this new equipment. I, uh, I wanted to plug Wedding Cake, um, especially if you're going to watch a movie or take a nap. That's a great strain. This is a great coffee, this Brazilian Brooklyn Roasting Company. It's the bomb. Um, check out the band on Spotify. Oh, I didn't go even go through all the rest of the tunes. Oh, yeah, going down. Freddie King. Freddie King going down. Um, that has that good rock and roll. Just boom. And then Rosalie, Chris Robinson Brotherhood. Um, that's the singer of the Black Crows. I like I like the Black Crows. Not all that something good coming by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, that's a good Tom Petty good song. Something good's coming. I I listened to that this morning and it it just felt good. If you want to feel good, listen to uh, "Something Good Is Coming" by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Great, great uh, optimist tune. But even conceptual thinking—that's what I was saying. Like the labeling, like they say in this. Uh, Buddhist book or Zen philosophy is the naming of things, the naming of things, the conceptual thinking, like I am Rob, this is this, and that is a cup, and that is this. But is it really, you know? Is it really because what it is is just right now, and it's all together, and we're all one. And that's what I always find when I go deep into consciousness or if I, anytime I took anything away from mushrooms or, you know, maybe some edibles, it was always like, yeah, we're just one organism. <clears throat> and then the ego is this thing that, you know, we think we're the separate thing, which we are. That's why I think actions are more important than people. You know, because good people do bad things and bad people do good things. So it's literally the moment and the action that has the most truth. Um, so you just try to, you know, do your best, be best. <coughs> I don't know, that chick, man, the vice president, I don't know. I don't want to, but there's naming and there's suffering and there's, there's enemy. I, you know, me just bringing up those thoughts, and I've never met her, and it's just something I've read on the internet. Now I know she's, it's truth, and I know they're there, and that's real. But in the bigger picture, in my world, in my ten thousand things that I affect, well, I guess they do affect some of it. Um, but I always thought she was whack when she. <laughs> just plagiarized Michelle Obama's uh, speech. That was like, what? It didn't even make sense. Um, how does she get away with that? But they all, it, it, I don't know. I, politics are fascinating, but they're also infuriating because there's no real end to it because it's a versus mentality. Um. They just need to take the sex sexiness away from politics. They need to take the showbiz out of politics. But I don't know. Um, I really just want to build a treehouse in Vermont <laughs> in the woods, then also have uh, kind of a cool, funky music comedy career. And that's where it's all heading. I've just been been grateful. That's another thing I've been working on. Oh, whenever I get fear is... Another way of thinking was to think beyond the fear because the fear isn't real and it's just you reacting to something that might happen. 
but there's a way of just thinking beyond the fear. And a lot of that is accepting your own death and mortality and that we are just one. Um, and I can't promise there's something on the other side, but I can promise this energy feels infinite. Whatever, you know, whenever, whatever this thing is, because I've been living it 40 something years and it's the same energy thing that I felt when I was five. You know, <laughs> it's the same thing. Um, and when you're 95, you're going to feel it too. And then there's going to be one day, I don't know. It's not there. So you got to love to uh, love it right now. Love, love, love. Love is the message. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Just now, just a moment. Being cool. <sighs> like, we all are perfection in our own sloppy way. Like, you think about the human breath. That's what I've been, like, even being, like, thankful for my breath, um, stretching out, thankful for being stretching out, strengthening my knees. I see that being a problem. And that's happened to my mom at the knees. Like, you get so old, you can't even get them operated on. And then there's, like, a balance of the system. Got to keep it moving. Um, yeah, I'm, t I'm taking tons of vitamins. Not tons. I'm taking uh, vitamin D and then COC10. And then I've been drinking emergency. Because the big vitamins, man, I don't know. Have you ever gotten high and tried to take vitamins? It's not a pleasant thing. You're like, I just swallowed this rock thing that's gliding through my stomach. That's the thing when you get high, you really get self, the body, you start to... Like, you think about how amazing just breathing air in and out is and how real it is and how that moment is real. Same thing with viruses and COVID-19. Man, I want that vaccine. I want it. I'll take the vaccine in my balls. Shoot it in my balls. Um, but uh, if anything, the pandemic taught us about the human body more and how serious germs are. I mean, we all know that, but I don't know. I just was always on trains and seeing everybody's always snotting and mucinex and it's all the same crap and NyQuil and NyQuil makes your cold even worse. And I, I really think that basic good diet, good vitamins, appreciation of life, appreciation of what you have, which is existence, which is an amazing thing, but can you can go get caught in fucking depression and loopholes and patterns of thinking, you know? It's like the the mind is one thing and the human body is one thing and then the spirit is one thing and you're always like kind of trying to work with it. That's the thing I was learning. It's like you don't want something perfect you want to take all your bad stuff and kind of work with it and try to work it through and learn from everything. And there's a lot to learn with everything that's been going on in our country and in life in general. But I have to say I'm having a blast and it hasn't been boring. And I really love coffee and I really love herb and I really love doing this podcast. Um, and I, I want to say I appreciate you. And um, check out Brooklyn Roasting Company. Shout out to Grav Pipes. Great glass one hitter. If you ever want one, that's the... They got good bowls, too. I need a good bowl maybe for this podcast. Maybe get some bong hits rolling. But once COVID drops, I'll have a lot more freedom to open up. You know, mostly been working on the sound. Um... So Wedding Cake, give them a shout out. Brooklyn Roasting Company, Brazilian Beans, bomb. If you like good medium roast, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I'm at a medium roast. I like a good medium roast in a French press. I like a glass one hitter with finely ground American cannabis. I don't need cigarettes. I don't need alcohol. I just need seltzer and a yoga pad. And maybe, I don't have a dog, but I would like a dog. That would be kind of dope. But I hate walking and all that shit, but it's love. I got to get away from 
that's the other thing about the ego wants like this perfect like cushion comfort thing and working and serving others does have its benefits of you appreciating life more is what i've seen yeah shout out to jimmy carter and the uh habitat for humanity yeah the guy that i knew from high school passed away he worked at habitat for humanity building buildings man motherfucker caught covid damn um and died man he was my age and shit it messed with my head still messes with my head and i feel bad i prayed and all that stuff but i would just take care of each other wash your hands take some emergency now and then but i can't tell you what to do uh i can tell you that i love coffee love weed uh i think legalization is coming in a cool good way And I love doing this podcast and have a good day. Peace. Welcome home, Colombia. Beautiful, beautiful.